of a mighty shout this morning and say we welcome you, Lord.
radiant beauty shines bright it takes away all darkness it takes away all sin all shame but it brings forth healing in places of darkness healing in broken places so Lord we ask that your light would shine bright in those areas in the hidden chambers that we've stuffed down your light would shine that there be breakthrough in this morning welcome in your radiant beauty. As I was praying, we are in a season of difficult times. We're in a season right now where there's darkness all around. I felt this is that this is the time, this is the season to really come before Jesus. He is our Savior. He is our Deliverer. He's the one that brings forth strength. And out of that, when we come before Him, we need to trust Him. And this verse was highlighted to me, Psalm 62.8. It says, trust in Him at all times. Oh, people, pour out your heart before him. God is refuge for us, Selah. Let me say it again. Trust in the Lord. Trust in him at all times, oh, people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. I feel like in this time, we need to really trust in him. We need to raise our hands up of surrender. I don't really understand the, the, the season right now, God, but I surrender. I trust you. I give you my heart fully. I trust you. You are my place of refuge, a place of security. give you our hearts we fully surrender our hearts to you we want to acknowledge you in all our ways like it says in Proverbs 3 5 we want to acknowledge you we're going to trust you we want to acknowledge you in all our ways not lean on our own understanding God, we give you our hearts fully. We embrace your truth this morning. 
we welcome your radiant beauty to come in and shine in us and through us this morning. he wants you to do is just declare in the area that you need to actually grow in trust is it the situation of the government or situation of a situ that you disagree on and they just really need to trust God is it provision is it healing what is the area that you really need to trust God in this morning and as you say Lord I I trust you in this area. You declare it with your mouth. I believe that breakthrough is coming. It's an act of faith to actually declare it. Say, I trust you, God, in this area. Lord, we trust you in this area. In every area of our life, in every situation, we trust you. of the Holy Spirit just come in that area if you feel like there's been freedom in the area that you just feel like you're trusting in God in that area right now just raise your hand wave your hand a victory thank you Jesus amen amazing time of worship thank you worship team come on Hey, welcome, Radiant family. Come on. You guys are shining bright this morning. Let's go. Loving it. You guys are amazing. It's a good time to celebrate for many reasons. Amen? Hey, we have a few announcements. Uh, what we would love for you to dive in. We have many things that we're, we're launching and have launched. And so we'd love for you to, to hop on board with this vision. And I, I just want to announce there's many groups going on. And if you're not involved in a group or a Bible study, I encourage you to um, hop right in a group. And we're also going to launch a few groups. And uh, But first off, first Wednesday of every month, we're going to have worship and prayer in here. And we want to start off the month in a, in a powerful way, amen, where we worship together, where we pray together, contend together. So that's every first Wednesday of the month at 6.30 p.m. in the sanctuary. Other thing is if you're really interested in prayer and you want to know more about the altar and prayer meetings, I want to encourage you guys to come out September 19th, right after church. We're going to do an altar orientation. And there's going to be many... Uh, many different types of prayer that we want to contend for. If it's your heart is for the youth or for kids and the next generation, your heart's for you want to see justice in certain areas, we want to encourage you. There's many other things, but we want to encourage you to come to this meeting to be a part. Like I said, September 19th, so put it in your calendar right after the service. 
a radiant DNA. What is radiant all about? Who, why did we change the name? What are we? What are we going after? What's the vision? What's the goals? Well, October 3rd, I want to encourage you to come right after service. We're going to talk about that. If you want to know more about it, we want to welcome you to come. So mark your calendars for that. And my wife has a few announcements as well. Okay, a couple more dates for everyone. Let's see. Five Cities Community Group Interest Night is at the Bohai's house. Mrs. Bohai, please raise your hand. <laughs> On Wednesday, September 23rd, you need to be at their house if you're interested in the community group that they will be hosting. And then there's a ministry training the following Wednesday night, which is September 29th. The ministry training, you're like, what is the ministry training? Well, it's, it's learning how to hear God's voice. They operate by listening to the Holy Spirit and listening to him. And also what it says in the word, how to uh, you know, gain wisdom and understanding and apply that to your life. So we want to welcome your leader, if you want to grow in this area, to come. So mark your calendars for that as well. Then we got Parent Enrichment, which is on October 13th. It's another Wednesday night at 6.30, Parent Enrichment. Can you <laughs> Yeah, so Parent, we believe that you are uh, trusted with kids, but we want to, and you have many gifts and strengths, but we want to also encourage you in your walk, not just with the Lord, but as a parent, demonstrating, being an example of Christ, and we want to be able to give you more tools. You have tools, but we want to be able to give you more tools in your parenting. And so please come to that. We have awesome things to, to give you during that time. Then hosting with Todd Puckett. Isn't that your friend from Washington? Let's see. It's called the Holy Spirit Conference, November 11th through the 14th. So keep that in your head. November 11th through the 14th. It'll be a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday morning. Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday morning. Holy Spirit Conference coming up in November. Okay, now I'm going to read the giving declaration. Will you guys follow along with me? Will it come up behind me right here? Or maybe in front of me? There we go. Is it behind me too? Nice. At my go? Okay. And Holy Father, there is nothing I have that you have not given me. All I have and am belong to you, bought with the blood of Jesus, to spend everything on myself and to give without sacrifice is the way of the world that you cannot abide. But generosity is the way of those who call Christ their Lord, who love him with free hearts and serve him with renewed minds, who withstand the delusion of riches that chokes the word, whose hearts are in your kingdom and not in the systems of the world, I am determined to increase in generosity until it can be said that there is no needy person among us. I am determined to be trustworthy with such a little thing as money that you may trust me with true riches. Above all, I am determined to be generous because you, Father, are generous. It is the delight of your daughters and sons to share your traits and to show what you are like to the world. Amen. Amen. So let's welcome up Pastor Chad. Oh. Yeah, we Amen. just want to pray. Yeah, Father, we just thank you for just providing. Yeah, we yes, thank you for God. providing gifts, uh, treasure, and talent. 
Lord, we just trust you with our uh, finances. We trust you. We don't operate in the spirit of fear, but the spirit of trust and faith. We give back to you. We are an honor for just the opportunity and partnership with you. So we give it to you. Lord, we just welcome the spirit of revelation and wisdom to come forth this morning. Our ears are open, what you have to say. Our hearts are open. Lord, we ask that your will be done this morning, that you'd speak to us, that we welcome you, Holy Spirit, to come, to reign as king, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. amen. I just want to let you know that we don't have kids this morning. We will have kids next week. We have the nursery open as well. Can we give a hand for Pastor Chad? Amen. Hey, man, everybody, uh, just grab your, your cell phone for me. Justin, go back to that slide that I that made. I <clears throat> just want to show you this. We're not just trying to be clever. We're actually really trying to be helpful. Everyone get your phone. Aim at the QR code. Watch this. <clears throat> With your camera. Do it. I got to see phones. Come on, people. Did everyone get a little bar if you're iOS? Click on the bar on the top. I don't know what Android people do. Sorry, we'll pray for you after service. I'm kidding. Click on it. And then you come to this little link tree, there's four bars. You can fill out a connect card. If you want to get on our email list, you want to know all those dates they just shared, we'll email them to you. There's a prayer request. If you have anything you have a burden about that you need prayer for, we have an awesome prayer team. You can also give online. We really like that one. That's great. Or I wrote a, a devotional out of the Gospel of John to get you started in devotions. That's a free download we have for you. Everyone give me a thumbs up if you were able to get it or at least see it. Say amen. So that's, we're, we're, we, we like printing stuff, but it's so much better. You can take it with you. You don't lose it. And there's not 800 left over after every service. We still will print things on occasion. But we have this great technology that we uh, use and utilize. And if you don't know how to do it, if there's a young-ish person next to you, just grab them by the shoulder and say, help me. Okay, cell phones away, people. We're in church. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Hey, isn't it great to be back in this worship center today? For those of you, that was Pastor Andrew and Pastor Katie, by the way, who welcomed us. Jade was our primary worship leader, and my name's Chad, and I'm uh, one of the pastors here. It's an honor to be pastor, senior. That's when you get over 50, so I'm the lead pastor, technically. <laughs> I'm just pushing on 40, but can we just give, wait, wait, hold the applause. There were so many people who've just been working and grinding, first of all, these last 18 months, we went outside, we went online, we went out online and outside, we went in the gym, back in here. Can we just say a big thank you to the entire team, the board, the team, the staff, for everybody. Just for everybody who's just been working so hard and still working so hard. And, and uh, we're just so, so pumped. If you don't get anything today, there's three things we are really excited about for Radiant Central Coast. Number one, our primary objective is to connect you to Jesus. Everyone say, connect to Jesus. He is the vine. He's the one from which flows every spiritual blessing, all that we need for life and godliness, for flourishing, for peace and provision and the power to live a transformed life. It all flows from Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? Yes. 
all from Jesus. And then, so number one, did everyone say connect to Jesus? Number two, connect with others who are following Jesus. Shake your head at me. Is that simple enough? Connect to Jesus. Connect to others who are following Jesus. Why? So we can grow more like Jesus. How many know the person to your left and your right are God's provision to you to grow you up in the faith? Everyone say, wah, wah. They are. Yes, they are. Learning how to follow Jesus is not done in a vacuum or a Petri dish, but in the context of real life. Everyone say real life. And then number three, we want to connect you to God's purpose in the world and how your calling, your passion.
world that he didn't throw it away in its messiness and sin, but he sends his son into the world to save the world through his love. The Bible says in 2 Chronicles, 2 Corinthians 8, 9, that Christ became poor. He emptied his life out so that you and I could become rich in his love and grace. I remember one of my last papers in my undergrad, I, I, I had to write a paper out of 1 Peter 3, verse 18. And I remember my professor was like, Chad, this is less a paper and more a sermon. You should preach it someday. That was 16 years, 17 years ago. It's one of my favorite verses in the Bible. Say it after me. For Christ died for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous to bring us to God. There's not a better verse in the Bible. For Christ died for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous to bring us to God. I'm trying to share good news with us this morning. This is what our church is built on. This is what the church is built on. This is our message and our ministry and our mantle in our time to be a good news gospel people. I want you to know that Jesus Christ came, 1 John 3, 8, to destroy the works of the devil and through his life to rescue us from the fangs and the clutches of the enemy himself and to establish us as sons and daughters of God. Say amen if you love the gospel. But here's the problem. Everyone say, what's the problem? If that's the good news. The enemy, the devil, has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they can't see God. How many know we are in a real spiritual battle? That there is an enemy who has a lull over those who are still in agreement with his will and agenda, that their minds are blind to the truth of what I just shared in that little paragraph. How many know the blindedness is only overcome through the spirit of revelation that God releases when the gospel is demonstrated and declared? So someone say, I have an assignment. Because I'm surrounded by blinded people. And God breaks through the blindedness and he reveals the glory of his son, 2 Corinthians 4, verse 6. And when he reveals the glory of Jesus, the human heart is cut open and salvation is possible. Paul said this, Jesus Christ in Colossians 1.28 is the one we proclaim. Say that with me. Jesus Christ is the one we we proclaim. Who is our message? Jesus. Come on, who is our message? Jesus. Jesus. Jesus Christ is the one we proclaim. And if you're here and you're in Christ, did you know that you are a miracle? Someone say it. I am a miracle. The Bible says that God is the one who reveals Jesus Christ inside of us. It's never our idea first. God initiates and provokes and convicts and awakens and draws. We simply respond to the awakening power and presence of his grace. So if you're in Christ, you are a miracle. You've heard God's voice and by his grace, you've responded to the invitation to trust in Jesus. If you're here today and you're not a Christian yet, you've been discovering and discerning, even now I'm praying that the Spirit would awaken your heart to the reality that salvation is an offer for you today. 
And here's what happens. Watch this. Again, this is all foundational stuff. When he awakens our hearts and we repent, we turn our minds and the direction of our life and we begin to walk with him by his grace. Guess what he sends? Acts chapter three, verse 19. He sends waves of refreshment. Come on today, how many have been refreshed when you've repented and he just pours out his lavish love and grace upon us? And as we repent and turn from sin and walk with the Lord, he refreshes us and remakes us from the inside out. Say this with me. I'm a miracle in his grace. And I'm a work in progress. (laughs) Turn to your neighbor and say, and you're a piece of work. Don't tell him that. Don't tell him that, I said. Don't tell him that. And so the enemy has blinded the minds, but the gospel is preached. Minds and eyes are open. We respond by repentance and faith. And then what does it say? We receive eternal life, John 17, verse 3. Eternal life is only found in one name and in one person, Jesus Christ. Oh, and by the way, the Bible says when you look to him, Psalm 34, verse 5, you become radiant. The shame of sin, of your past, of your, of your darkness, of your addictions, all of that meets its demise in the grace of God. He takes all of our mess, all of our filthiness, all of our shame, all of, all of it. He takes it and says, I'll take it. Let me take the ledger of your debt. I'll erase your name and write my name in your place, and I'll give you a free bill of my righteousness. This is... Our message at Radiant Church. This is our message. This is what we build our church on. The truth of the gospel. And then if you're in Christ, guess what? You graduate to the finer things of theology. Come on, someone say, eh. The Bible says if you're in Christ, guess what? Your whole life in Christ is because you're drawing perpetual life from Christ. Colossians 3, 1 through 4. In fact, John 15, 1 through 15 says he's the living vine. Apart from him, we can't do anything. But through him, we bear fruit, Psalm 1, Jeremiah 17, in every season. We never fear the drought because we're hooked up to an eternal, perpetual source of life named Jesus Christ. My hope is you leave with the revelation that Radiant is all about Jesus. Come on, say it. It's all for Jesus, because of Jesus, by Jesus, in Jesus, and through Jesus, period. It's not the cleverness of the preacher or the anointing of the music, the beauty of the lights or the size of the building. It's the person of Jesus Christ. I've heard this before. Well, praise God. You'll hear it again and again and again and again. The Bible says not only is he our life, but if you're in Christ, the Bible says in Ephesians 2, you're raised up with Christ. Come on, how many believe that God wants to raise up a people who don't get a sidestep around tribulation and trial, but who are able to rise up in it and give heaven's perspective over it? Right? The trial of the hour. Listen, we are in the trial of the hour. Can you say amen? 
God, why would God take the ones who have the solution in the gospel around it when the whole world is stuck in it? No, he wants us to walk through the valley, come on somebody, of the shadow. He wants to raise us up with Christ, give us wisdom and insight and the long eternal perspective to bring it to bear in the chaos and messiness of the world. I like my little table here. So the Bible in Ephesians 2 says we're synced up. Everyone uh, with your smartphones, you know when a new software update's available? Raise your hand just so I can make sure we're talking metaphorically. The Bible in the Greek, when it says we're raised up, it's really, it's this, it's the syncing up with heaven. So how many on a regular basis want to agree with the software called the mind of Christ for whatever you're facing? That's the Bible. It says he raises us up with Christ and he seats us with him in the heavenly realms. It's like getting the notification, software update for your phone. And how many believe in this hour when the nations are raging, we're casting off restraint, we're erasing the boundary lines of God's law and gospel. We think we're progressing, but we're digressing. The church needs to sync up with the mind of Christ to see what he sees, hear what he hears, feel what he feels so we can do what he's doing and say what he's saying. I'm happy. So do we graduate from Jesus and the message of the gospel of the kingdom? No, we only always go deeper in. Why? Galatians 4.19, the burden of Paul, the burden of every pastor, the burden of every believer, help me out somebody if you know it, is that Christ would be formed in us. It gets better. Do you think it can get better? I don't know if it can get better. As we gather, guess what should be the message that's permeating the atmosphere? Colossians chapter three, verse 16 and 17. Let the word of Christ, say it with me, let the word of Christ dwell richly, dwell richly among us. What word? The, the latest message from our favorite news media station. <laughs> if that's your answer, we need to talk after service. The latest talking head and pundit, no. When the church gathers, the message that is the air that we're breathing is the message and the word of Jesus Christ. And what happens when he releases his message? Guess what happens when, when the message of Christ is the atmosphere of the church? Guess what happens? Guess what comes with the message? Verse 16 and 17. The peace of Christ begins to reign and to rule. Do you see what I'm saying? If our language, if we think we need to talk and to keep up with all of the conversations, yes, the gospel is a word for every conversation. But as the church, we have to keep bringing it back to Jesus. Someone say, keep bringing it back to Jesus. Because when the message of Jesus is proclaimed, now we have resources from heaven, namely the peace of Jesus, to fill up and to transform us so that we leave not as agents of rage and anger and bitterness and critical spirit, but we leave in the shalom of God to breathe and to speak and to mediate the shalom of God to a world that is spinning at every turn. So the word of Christ releases the peace of Christ. And how many think today, Chatty, we need the peace of Christ in a tangible way? We're almost done. We got to go further in. Someone say, there's more. There's more. As the message of Christ 
and the peace of Christ moves in the people of God, guess what happens next? We start cultivating the mindset of Christ. Did you know the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 2.16 that you and I have the mind of Jesus Christ? Did you know that? And did you know that you and I have the invitation not to dabble in the thoughts of God, but to be governed by life in the Spirit of God? That you and I, we don't think like everyone else thinks, and therefore we don't view life through the lens everyone else is viewing life through. Come on, somebody. We don't get caught up in the narratives and the chaos and the noisiness and the messiness. No, increasingly we keep saying yes to Jesus and his mindset, what he thinks, what's on his mind, his agenda becomes increasingly more and more the reality out of which we live. The Bible says in Philippians 2 verse 5, let this mind be in you, which was also in Jesus Christ. So our message is Christ, the ministry is Christ, the mindset is Christ. Does anyone think it's about Jesus or not? And then look what happens. Guess what? When his, when his mindset starts messing with our minds, how many know that's a good battle that he'll pick with us? Let him win. Let him win. His mindset. Look what happens. As his mindset and his attitude and outlook, guess what happens? then his love begins to motivate all of our actions. Second Corinthians 5, verse 14 through 16. Therefore, since one man died for all and all died, let those who live no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. For everyone who's in Christ, famous verse, is a new creation. So as look at this, all the connection. As the word is preached, the peace comes, his mindset starts getting developed in us, and then his love begins to move and flow through us to a world that's desperate to know that it's not hopeless or helpless. There's a God that's after them in his love. Yeah. It's about Jesus. What is radiant about? Well, what was, Jesus. Jesus, his kingdom, his word, his message. Then the Bible says this, this is a slight promise, pretty good. In him all things hold together. Friends, I have felt a tangible tearing at the fabric of my heart this week. I've been up at 12.30 every night. I've had pain through my back. I'm not complaining, don't feel bad. I'm believing it's it's multi-things. I don't remember injuring, I think it's spiritual. I feel the world tearing at its fabric. Can someone else say amen? Do you just feel, I feel the, the angst. I feel the anger. Someone say amen. I feel the, the framework of our thinking. It's just been this tension. And I want to declare the gospel truth today. In Christ, all things hold together. He is our, he, listen. And so guess what I had to do yesterday or the day before? I just, I'm like, okay, my wife was super gracious. I went upstairs, threw on the audio Bible. I'm like, Lord, hold me together right now. I need you to hold me together. How many have been in that place over these last few weeks or months or year? Everything's falling apart. I want to speak the gospel is that in Christ, all things are held together. Oh, and by the way, through Christ, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3 and 4, all things are sustained by his powerful word. He holds it together, and then what does he do? He just says, hold on, you'll make it. No, and then he sustains us through his word. It's all about Jesus. And then it says in the Bible that 
we have the privilege to live our whole life under his yoke. Everything we've said so far, you and I have the high and holy privilege to live yoked up to the man who is life itself. To learn from him, to listen to him, to lean on him, to receive his word, to know his heart, to, to be about his business. The Bible says in, a, in Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30, I can come out of the busyness and the frantic pace of, of just striving, 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 and I can come and learn from the gentle, humble heart of Jesus. Jesus Christ, if it, if we're going to crescendo here. He's the living water of John chapter 4. He's the living bread, the bread of life of John 6. He's the light of the world that breaks through our darkness in John 3 and John 8. He's the door into the kingdom of God, John 10. And then once you're in, he's the good shepherd that leads you further in. Jesus Christ is the resurrection and the life. And then Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Come on, someone say, it's all about Jesus Christ. It's about Jesus, friends. He is our message. He is our calling. He is our vision. And then after all of that, in closing, Jesus says, the ministry I started I want to partner with you to see it completed. But me, I'm weak. Anybody? I'm inconsistent. Anybody? I'm still a mess sometimes. Anybody? Or a lot of the time. Come on, someone say amen. But me? Say it. Me. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, when he makes you a new creation, he then enlists you into his new creation kingdom family. And he's saying, even as you've been brought back to, to right relationship with the Father, there's an entire world that needs to be brought back into a relationship with the Father. And so he's made you and me ministers. Someone say it. I'm a minister today. No, come on. It's the truth of the word. You are in the ministry. Say it with me. I'm in the ministry. It's not just the white-collared guy or the loud person at the pulpit. No, you got to say it. Say, I'm in the ministry. If I'm in Christ, I'm in the ministry. How many believe that one of the things God wants to unleash on the earth today as the church kind of has a bad taste in culture's mouth, God wants to rewrite the story not through a select few, but a yielded many who say yes to the ministry of Jesus Christ. Woo! That was a good one. I like that. I like it. And then the Bible says you're a minister of reconciliation. And then lastly, you're an instrument of righteousness. Say that with me. I'm in the ministry and I'm an instrument of righteousness. What does that mean? All that is still bound and broken by sin, you and I get to be an instrument in the hand of God to bring his justice and mercy. We're an instrument of righteousness. How many think there are some things in our cultural moment that are bent out of shape that need the righteousness and justice of God? Do you think 
that we should relegate that to someone else or we should step into the calling and the assignment of God to say, Lord, here am I, send me. First, cleanse my lips like Isaiah and then send me out with a burning message that brings your hope and your peace and your justice. Praise God. And part of our burning desire at Radiant and part of the logo is Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, ends of the earth, this concentric circle. How many believe that there are still about two billion who've never heard the message of Jesus Christ in the earth? And so, you know what it says? Paul says in Romans 15, 20, it's my ambition to proclaim Christ even where he's not known. How many know that we are in, I'll Google it after the service, but I think it's top 10, never churched areas in the entire America, Santa Barbara County to San Luis Obispo County. Everyone show me, Santa Barbara County, San Luis Obispo. This little area we call home is the top 10 never been to church in America. (laughs) Hello. So when we hear Paul say, I want to make Christ known where he's never been known, yes, that includes the nations. Everyone say nations, but it also includes my neighbors. The nations and my neighbors. Friends, it's time for us to step into the ministry and just say yes to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who brings the power. The Holy Spirit is the one who brings the anointing. You, He's just looking for a vessel that says, yes, God, I know there's no place that exists that's called non-fear, but there is a place that exists conquering fear. Come on, you got to hear that. I struggle with fear, but I know whenever fear comes, there's always a way in and through it if I'll look to Jesus. He says, make me known where I'm not known, two or three more. Then the ministry we have is never just about mere words. Come on, someone say, 1 Corinthians 4.20, the message of the kingdom is not just words, but it has the power of God attached to it. I am not ashamed of the gospel. Someone help me, Romans 1.16, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Woo! And you and I are called to go to the nations, to every ethnic group, and to proclaim this great gospel. To make disciples, what is that? Just all of life students of Jesus. Hey, I'm learning after him too. Come learn with me. Because why? Here's the close. One day, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. But how many know on that day it is too late for those who have not yet responded in our time? Friends, we are in a unique window of time. As the shaking, I said it this Wednesday night at prayer, the shaking and the sifting, as it increases and the stirring, God wants to release messengers of hope of the gospel. When we speak it, 2 Corinthians 6, 1 and 2, we can announce, guess what? Today, someone say, today is the day, help me, of salvation. So don't receive the grace of God in vain is how it closes. How many believe there is grace for your life, whatever you're facing, and there's grace for the lives around your life that God has given you influence with? 
How many believe what I'm trying to say is that there's plenty found and flowing through Jesus Christ if we'll receive it, steward it, and give it away? And then lastly, (laughs) we are his radiant people. The Bible says when you look to Jesus, there's a veil that's removed from your face. Come on. And the more you look at Jesus, guess what happens? His glory starts getting off on you. That's what it says. We become what we behold. And he, Hebrews 1.3, is the radiance of God's glory. And Jesus' entire ministry, Hebrews 2, 10 through 11, is to bring sons and daughters back to their original glory and design. How many believe that the world is dying to see a radiant people who are walking in the power of the gospel? That's it. Jesus Christ is our vision at Radiant. Jesus Christ is our passion. Jesus Christ is the one who defines the terms of our practices. He's the one who defines the terms of our purposes. It's all about Jesus Christ. And the great thing about Jesus Christ is he is the incarnate word of God. When Jesus is our message, he has the way to translate that message into every single language, tribe, and tongue. When Jesus is our message. We, listen, come hell or high water, we will never change the dial. Jesus is our message. His is the ministry. His is the mantle and the yoke. His is the kingdom and the glory forever and ever. This is what Radiant Central Coast will always be about, period. 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 So, stand on your feet. Who is it all about? Come on, help me. Who is it all about? Who will it always be about? Whose name is above every name? Who's the one who holds it all together? Who's the one who sustains by his powerful word? Who's the one who is king of kings and lord of lords? Whose kingdom endures forever? Whose banner is over the nations bringing salvation? Who is our friend? Who is our king? Who is our judge? Who is our lord? Who is our head? Who is our aim? Who is our affection? Who is our ambition? Who gets all of our allegiance? Is he worthy? It's Jesus, folks. Period. There's never another message. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. And I no longer live, Galatians 2.20, but the life I live, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. May Galatians 2.20 right now become the banner of every life in this room. And those watching, can we just lift our hands and say, Jesus, be our very life. Can we just say that? Just say, we trust you this morning. Maybe you've never even responded to Jesus. Now is a really good time to respond to Jesus. Just say, Jesus, I respond to your love today. I respond to the cross today. I respond to your grace today. Can we just pray? They say, Jesus, make your home in me. Right now, just say, I receive the truth of the gospel. 
that has power to save, to heal, and to transform. And just by show of hands, you can put your hands down. Just say, Chatty, I'm going to say yes to whatever is next for Radiant Central Coast. I will be a laborer given over for the gospel. Can you just lift your hands this, this morning and just say yes to Jesus? And can you just pray this? Say, Holy Spirit, fill us with boldness. Fill us with courage. Fill us with confidence that you are enough. That you are enough. In Jesus' name, we all shouted amen, amen. and amen. Let's give him glory. Hallelujah. So before you go, who's it all about again, again, again? Jesus. Jesus. And I forgot how many of us are in the ministry. And what is our message again? Jesus. Who is the anchor? Oh, don't get me started again. There's too many. I, had, I didn't even give you all of them, but there's more. If you want it, I'll give you the garbage. But just stick out your hands. I just want to give you a blessing, and then I want you to go eat all of the tacos, buy all of the T-shirts, and just connect with others. Look at me in the eyes. When we leave, you don't have to bolt out of here. Turn to a neighbor. Hey, are you, are you following Jesus? Well, I am too. Should we get together this week and follow Jesus together? I'm serious. What if the Spirit, yes, we're going to have these things we're rolling out. We're going to plan stuff. We have things planned. But good gracious, don't wait on us. Start connecting. Let's go after Jesus together. Amen. All right, let me read this. I'm going to actually read this one so I don't misquote it. It's the great Hebrews 13 blessing. Verse 20. Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, may he equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I love you guys. We'll see you very, very soon. Go eat. Go have fun. Go party. If you need prayer, come on up. We want to pray with you. If not, we'll see you next week. It's all about Jesus.